My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is a championship bow hunting podcast fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me and my guests as we give you bow hunting tips to take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back to the Championship Bow Hunting Podcast. Today we've got another listener question we're going to be talking about. Before we get into that, I want to send a quick shout out to today's partner, and that's Hamsky Archery Solutions. Make sure you check out hamskyarchery.com. If you are in the market for a new capture style rest, I encourage you to check out the Hybrid Hunter Pro as it is, in my opinion, the best rest on the market. <clears throat> if if you do decide to pick one of those up, Hamski has given us a, a bonus offer. And if you type in the code ALPHA at checkout, they will be giving you a, a bonus gift with your purchase. So thank you, Hamski Archery Solutions. Today we've got a listener question. And the question comes from A.J. Anderson. And A.J. writes in, he listened on a on a previous natural born hunter podcast and he wasn't sure which one it was we were talking about eastern versus western bow hunting setups and if i can go into a little more detail as to what the diff definition is really or, or what my opinion is between the two and th- this is something that being a western based uh having a western based pro shop doing primarily western style hunting uh, i am of the opinion that the 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 setups the the there's really in my opinion one determining factor that really differentiates um what you might commonly see and many people think that and this is a this is i would say a misconception many people think that a shorter axle to axle bow um a more forgiving bow is a more desirable product for eastern style hunting because shots may be you know less than 30 yards or 40 yards on average uh you know a lot of hunters that hunt later in the season that are hunting in a colder temperature they want a bow that draws smoother they want you know again uh, equipment that not necessarily uh, is going to be a bear when you draw back characteristically speed bows typically have a little harsher draw cycle the the other thing to that is again sitting in a tree stand or being in a ground blind they want a shorter bow because it's more maneuverable and and easier to move around in which some of those characteristics are true and in some cases i would say that some bow hunters lean towards that style of bow for that type of hunting so again the you know the 30 uh, 32 or less axle to axle hunting bo- hunting bows uh, y- you may see that seven inch brace height be a, a bigger factor because again you know shooting an arrow out to 35 yards or 40 yards isn't as critical from a speed perspective now i know a lot of guys from the tournament world of shooting a lot of 3ds in the past based that, that are that are primarily based out east and i can tell you that in many many situations that I know about, that whole shorter axle to axle argument for tree stand hunters is garbage. Um, there are so many guys that realize and understand the benefit of a potentially 33 to 35 axle to axle hunting bow 
and it giving you a, you know a, a steadier platform to start with. You know, most target bows are in that 35 plus axle to axle range. I know some guys that'll hunt with their target bow. You know, you'll see pictures of them with a 37 axle to axle target bow that's blacked out or that they've camoed over, and and that's what they hunt with because that's the most accurate bow they can feel. They feel they can shoot. So that being said, I've I've hunted in a tree in Texas before, hog hunting and and uh, you know whitetail hunting in Nebraska with the 34 axle to axle bow, and even in the past the 36, 37 axle to axle bow, and I've never had a problem, even with my 12 inch stabilizer hanging out the front, maneuvering around, getting a shot, uh, hunting from a tree. So I think that what manufacturers want to force feed us with this shorter bow is better for a tree stand. There is some benefit to that. But at the end of the day, I think it's important that hunters are competent and capable to make the best shot they can with whatever setup they have. And if that means shooting a 35 or 36 axle-to-axle bow, then that's what you should do. Now let's talk about out west. So what's typically thought of when you go out west is your average shot distance is now 40 to 60 yards. And and speed becomes more of a factor with having to reach out and, and... you know extend your range a little further you want a faster shooting setup so that way animals are less likely to duck a string Uh, you know there's so many factors that go into what's perceived as necessary for the west and in many situations the same bow that's that's comparable for western hunting is is just as good eastern hunting you know sometimes you'll see guys pull a little more poundage uh, when you're when you're shooting out west just because most scenarios you're spotting stock um, you know, whether you're still hunting, but it's not as cold when you're hunting late August or September out west. So some of the characteristics or some of the reasoning for shooting a lighter poundage bow or a little bit more, a little smoother bow to draw go out of the, out the, at the window when you're talking out west, because usually in many cases, not all cases, again, this is, I'm just talking on my opinion, but if you're out hiking or you're making a stock or you're moving in on elk when they're calling, you're moving, you're, you're, you're already got, you've got the blood flowing. You're probably not uh, in a situation where you've been sitting for hours and, and your muscles are cold and tight. And it's something where it's, it's a little easier to draw your bow back in that Western style of hunting. Now, once again, I, I mentioned the same bow in many cases is good for, for both applications. So now getting into maybe the differences or what can be characterized for some as Western specialized or eastern specialized and again to me it one of the main things is your sight because that the fact that you may have a setup you may have a a stand or a blind that's really set up for shots with a maximum shot of 35 yards maybe or 30 yards you may only need one pin and that's where you see a lot of the single pin style sights a little more popular on that midwest and eastern style hunting when you get out west you know, some people, all, they, they enjoy shooting those kind of sights because if you've got that 65-yard shot, you want to be able to dial it into 65 yards. You know, if you got a 33-yard shot, same deal. But what we've seen growth in popularity is that multiple-pin driver-style sight, whether it's a three-pin driver, a two-pin, three-pin, four-, five-pin, whatever the case is, that's what we're starting to see a little bit more grow in popularity out west because of the fact, again, that you know, you can have your sight, for example, I like a five-pin slider. If I've got my pin set 20 to 60 yards and I'm spotting and stalking through the woods or I'm moving in on elk and that, that elk presents a shot quickly at 35 yards, 
I know where to put my pins. In the same token, if it's out at 60 yards, I still don't have to move my sight. So you, you've got the benefit of having fixed pins, but then also if, you know, you're, let's say you're hunting pronghorn or you're hunting an animal that that shot's at 74 yards and you want to be able to dial it in, well, you still have that floater, that driver-style sight where you can dial in that, that exact yardage. So to me, I would say that <clears throat> a couple of characteristics that, that I do see that differentiate is sight style single pin being more eastern based or more you know more the norm uh, multiple pin or multiple pin sliders being more western based and arrow speed you know again some guys out west they they want to be able to reach their they, you know extend their range and maybe it's more for practice than hunting but they want to be able to shoot that 100 110 120 yard style or, or distance shots because that they know practicing at that that outer distance is going to make that 50 60 yard shot a little bit more manageable and and they're going to be able to fine tune their accuracy at that mid range. Again, western uh western style hunting, you you do have some guys that want that heavy arrow, more kinetic energy, more momentum, bigger boned animals. So arrow characteristics, yeah, you you can see some different characteristics at times for uh, a western style animal and sight sight design. Other than that, I would say the bows themselves, uh, if you can shoot a 30 or 32-inch axle-to-axle bow very accurately, well, then that's what you should shoot, whether you're western hunting or eastern hunting. Same token if it's 34 or 36 axle-to-axle. To me, it's, I would say, I would I, I put less clout into that argument of specs of a bow um, as far you know, creating the style of hunting you should shoot. I don't think that at all. I think you should pick a bow that fits you, that's comfortable, that you can shoot accurately, and then maybe cater your accessories to the region you're going to be shooting or the game that you're going to be pursuing. Again, sight and arrows. And that's, to me, that's, that's what it comes down to because I, I know that I can take my elk hunting setup like I did last year, hunted sheep, hunted elk, and then come out hunt whitetail in, in Nebraska and... I didn't change a thing. Same arrows. Well, I, I, I did change tips from my sheep hunt to my elk hunt, but that was just in grain weight. But everything else was the same. So, again, it, it's it's a it's a it's a accessory, in my opinion. It's more on the accessories that you're going to see uh, as opposed to the the bow itself. And again, I just stress shoot what what you're most accurate with you know if you're most accurate with the hinge you should shoot a hinge if you're most accurate with a pull through you should shoot a pull through if you're more accurate with a uh, a index finger style release then that's what you should shoot knowing that each one of those releases may have its pluses and minuses as well you know you may you may be limited on what types of shots you can and cannot take with a pull through release in the field but if you know that going in and you practice and you're proficient with it but that's the most accurate piece of uh, that's the most accurate release you can shoot, then that's what you should shoot. So this topic, I really enjoy talking about this topic because so many other topics sp- spin off from it. And we're going to get into that a little bit more moving forward. But once again, thanks for the question. Uh, we will be getting you out a T-shirt. And don't forget, Hamsky Archery Solutions giving us a special gift. If you type in the code ALPHA at checkout with... Uh, a new Hamsky Hybrid Hunter Pro Arrow Rest on HamskyArchery.com. Also, some of the other partners that have given us promo codes, Mountain Ops, if you type in the code ALPHA at checkout, they're going to get you 20% off at GetMountainOps.com. And Maven, Maven Optics, again, they're just giving you a bonus offer here. 
Uh, they've already got great pricing with great equipment. So if you, you pick up a, a set of binoculars at mavenbuilt.com, type in the code ALPHAGIFT at checkout, they're going to give you a bonus gift with your purchase. That's all we've got today. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Get out and enjoy uh, the weekend. Get your bow, get practicing. The season's going to be here before we know it. And don't forget to check out the Alpha Bow Hunting YouTube channel. We do have a Hamski Hybrid Hunter Pro giveaway on there as well. We're getting close to that to giving that thing away with our subscriber number. So let's keep clicking that subscribe button. And we're going to randomly draw a winner uh, off of the Alpha Bow Hunting YouTube channel. Once we give that away, we're actually going to be announcing another giveaway uh, as we uh, continue to push forward with growing our subscriber base on that, that uh, platform as well. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll chat with you all soon.